kids. All right, back tailgate talk with Talon Hawkins, uh, newest member of AEO. Have you gotten the name down yet for the race team? Uh, I have not yet. Yeah, I need, to, I need to work on that. That's definitely something to work on. It's the AEO yeah. team, KTM. AEO, KTM. Yeah. Hey, Joe, what is it? What is it, Joe? AEO Power Sports KTM Racing. AEO Power Sports KTM Racing. There you go. All right. So, uh, but congrats on the new ride. That's Thank pretty you. sweet. Yeah. You know, I'm to see. I'm stoked on it. I'm um, stoked on it. A little change of pace this year. I was on the East Coast last year, but yeah. now we're back on the West Coast. But you grew you grew up in California. You grew mm -hmm. up here. We're at, we're at at Viney Ranch, by the way. Mm -hmm. Thank you all for letting us come out and and do this. But um. But you grew up out here, and so I think it's kind of like a natural fit for you to be more in this area. You live here. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not that big of a drastic difference. I think last year was a, a big difference for you at Husky, being in Florida, stuff yeah. like that. Right? No, for sure. It was definitely a big change for my first pro year to be in like in a completely different coast than yeah. what I'm used to. But honestly, I think it was a good fit for me because I really got my feet wet. I know what the East Coast is like. Yeah. Now this year, I'm going to go head into the West Coast and get some something, something else new. But in a sense, get something that I'm used to. Because yeah. I'm used to the dry dirt, the hard packed, no ruts, slick. <laughs> I'm used to that stuff. I've ridden it my whole life. So I think it was good to get something different for my first year of pro. But now I'm excited to get back to what I know. Yeah. That was it. So when I, I remember, I would text you and I remember being like, it was rad to see you being in like the uh, the futures or whatever like that. Mm -hmm. You would start racing, and then all of a sudden, I remember it was like, dude, you're fully thrown into pro. the pro class. Yeah, like that's gnarly. Like, not I haven't yeah. really seen that, and I think you and like a couple other people did that. But I, I mean, that had to have been a little bit of a challenge. And was that faster than what you ever thought it was going to be, or did you say, well, I don't fucking care. I'm still doing <laughs> it anyways. Like, I think yeah. it was, I think it was a little bit of both. I definitely got thrown. I got thrown in. Like, I wasn't. I found out on like I, I think i had like three days to prepare for a race Shit. for racing yeah okay. i found out on a monday and i raced that saturday yeah so i had not even a full week to prepare to were race. you racing were you riding supercross a lot though i was riding supercross quite a bit but okay. not i wasn't preparing to go race yeah supercross i was preparing for the futures just learn trying to learn how to ride yeah supercross obviously i came in i wanted to win the futures um I did. I didn't. I ended up getting third in it, yeah. but I came in with wanting to win. So I guess I was already in a way preparing. Just I think mentally, yeah. I didn't have much time to prepare for the pro races. Well, I mean, I, but it's a lot of people have said like, oh, it's like trial by fire mm -hmm. kind of a thing, and you didn't really have a choice. It was like, hey, we're gonna stick you here, and and you're gonna have to figure it out. Well, you know? and it was it was honestly my decision too. Like I wanted to go pro so bad because <laughs> I just wanted to. I wanted that feeling. Like, yeah. It, to me, I, it was more of like a spur of the moment. Like, I don't even care if I'm not ready. I just want to go. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm ready to go. I want to be a pro. Yeah. So I think that's what it was. It was, I was, I was excited. The team was excited. Like, I think honestly, and I'm glad I did it because what better experience to, for racing pro supercross than just to do it. Yeah. So I got thrown in just do it. Was it, so when you, and, and I mean, I, there's so many different things that are happening. It's got to be like a whirlwind, whirlwind experience. It's like, holy shit, I'm riding for a premier team. Yeah. You know, your rookie season, you're getting thrown in to the wolf, like the wolf den and you're training out at Baker's factory. Right. And all that stuff. Like you're training with those guys. Like, do you, is it one of those things where it's like, okay, hey, I'm going to take all that stuff. And now that you're, you're with a different team now, you're able to take the things that you learned. And you're, I think what it is is also is you're able to say, hey, I didn't like this about this team. Mm -hmm. I like this about this team. And you kind of marry the two. Mm -hmm. Like, is that like something that 
you're going to be able to take the time that you did there and, and learn the sprints or the different training techniques and stuff like that. Like we were out here and I think you used a lot of the stuff that you were doing out there and you're still continuing to use it. And so I think, I guess the question is, I wasn't really asking a question there, was I? But (laughs) the, um, but it's more of like, how do you take something that I, because I think that you would still want to ride for them, right? Mm -hmm. Like you would not, not that you would want to, but like you, nobody wants to be all of a sudden, hey, we don't, you know, we're not going to renew a contract or we're not going to have you on next season. And then you have yeah. to find a new team. Like, does that kind of make you bitter? Does that kind of make you like, oh, no, fuck it. I already had to kind of prove myself once. I'm going to have to do it again. Like, what does uh, that do for you? Um, in a way, it's just I'm just I'm just thankful that I got the opportunity to go pro yeah. in the first place um, when I ne- necessarily wasn't ready. Yeah. So obviously I, I'm taking my experiences from last year and just helping it grow me and just become better and better every year. Yeah. Like. Like you were saying with the whole Baker's Factory thing, that was sick because yeah. it taught me discipline. It taught me how to ride with. Like, I was riding with some of the top guys in the world. Yeah. So it's it gave me like a the mindset. Like I know where I can be and where I need to be, and where yeah. like what expectations I have for myself. What what were like? Okay, so when you were thrown into that with Supercross, did you think, hey, I'm a I'm a top five guy. I'm a top ten guy. I'm a winner. Like. I'm not saying like, oh, you don't think of yourself as a winner, right? Like you yeah. always want to win, but like, did you say, hey, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna finish here, and and did you meet those expectations, whether it was Supercross or whether it was outdoors? Well, my expectations changed as I went through the season. Okay. So originally, my first, because I I got thrown into Supercross, my originally my my goal was just to be a top, just to make the main. Okay. So that was my make first the night goal. Show. Made yeah. the night show. Made the main. Yeah. First, actually, yeah. Night show was my obviously my first goal. Yeah. Then just worked towards making the main. Okay. Which I did the first moto, uh, yeah. my first race. Yeah. So I was stoked on that, and then once I got to the main event, I was like, all right, this is the fun part. Yeah. Because I just I didn't have any pressure on myself, because okay. I just wanted to make the main and just ride ride how I know how to ride. Yeah. And that's what I've been saying all all last year was I just want to take ride every race. And ride how I know how to ride. Yeah. And, and then just kind of do my thing. I, you got more comfortable as the season went on. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, it, and I don't, I don't, I think anybody, if you talk to anybody or anybody would say that, and it's easy because it's like, yeah, well, you know, that was his rookie season. So, mm-hmm. like, you've never experienced it before. Yeah. But did you, did you have guys like riders or like who were some of the people that kind of helped you at the beginning and the early stages that you kind of like leaned on and like relied on? Well, I had to rely on a lot of people in the beginning for Supercross. <laughs> yeah. Just because I had never, I've raced Supercross on Super Minis, but yeah. big bikes. November of last year was my or end of October yeah. of last year was my first time ever on a Supercross track on a big bike. Was that when I would see you at Paula? That's when you. That yeah, was yeah, my yeah. Fir- Paula. That yeah. I think that like that first day was the first time I've ever ridden oh, Supercross I didn't know on that. a big bike. Oh shit! Okay. So I hadn't I hadn't really had much experience. Mm-hmm. I never hit a full size set of whoops ever <laughs> until October last year. All right. So yeah. it's pretty. That was a huge jump for me. Okay. Um. But I, I leaned a lot on, I was teammates with Jalik. Mm-hmm. Me and him became closer as the year went on. Yeah. Um, he actually would come out and help me after riding. He'd be okay. like, hey, let's work on some shit. Yeah, because he's been around a little bit longer, right? So yeah, it's like, he's But not too long. You know, like yeah. he's still young. Yeah, he's but. super young, but he's been, through, he's been through it more than I have. Yeah. So it was cool to get some insight from him. Um, I, I took a lot of videos, like, on, mm-hmm. like in between riding, I would take videos of other riders. Or if I was off that day or something. Oh, I'd you'd be take, a filmer? I'd be a filmer. Yeah. Okay. That's why he's asking me questions out here. Like, oh, why do you do it this way or why do you do that way? I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. It's just kind of how I learned. So that makes sense. Trying to right. steal your job. No, dude, you take it. You trust me. You could have it anytime you want. 
But okay, so you would lean on that, and that's what you were doing in the in in like your off time or whatever. Is you yeah. would do that stuff. I, I study a lot of riders. Okay. I just look at how they ride and what they're doing, how they're manipulating the bike, just little things, especially yeah. in the whoops. That was the main thing that I would look at was whoops, because being so new at it, yeah, yeah they're yeah. sketchy, they're yeah. big, they're pointy. Like, <laughs> I need to just study. Yeah, is the biggest thing for me. What? Uh, <laughs> any advice for people that are about to start hitting a set of whoops for the first time? Just sack up and go. Or I what? think the biggest thing I did wrong was go into a full size, full set. My first, my first, and set. not try like a beginner set. Or I something? didn't try like really a beginner oh, set. You I just, just kind of went screw in. It. And I'm like, oh, wow. screw it. Okay. So I think that was, I, I, I pulled it off, but I think warming up on like smaller sets of whoops would okay. be a good thing. I think if you can find like a whoop trainer or something to like help yeah. with whoops. Yeah. That's good. Like right here, they got they got a whoop trainer right there. Yeah, at Viney's that's, place, they have a whoop trainer where it's just like a turn track with a set of whoops. Just and, whoops, yeah. and then they start off, the, on one side there's only like four, and then the next side there's like yeah. six, seven, eight. Okay. So like, just like, just to get you confident in them. Yeah. Because you don't want to just send it into them and then wad, and then yeah. you're going to lose your confidence for a while. Yeah. Until you can get it back. Okay. So I think... Well, the way I did it was just balls and just sent it into it. But I think I should have had a little bit more like technique in the okay. thought process. Yeah. And like, all right, I'm going to think that, but I don't think you had time. You didn't have time. I to, didn't have time. Like you, yeah. Like it, th that is one of the good things. Like, but like I said, being but like thrown in trial by fire is you didn't have a choice. Mm -hmm. Like it was like, Hey, I got to figure this out. Like I'm going. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm um, going for it. Yeah. So, all right. So it, it was, I would say maybe kind of your expectations of last season is kind of what you thought. Like uh, it, did it exceed it? Dude, I was stoked on how last okay. season went. Honestly, right. like I got better and better. I think most of my races, I think almost every race I got, did better and better. Yeah, you did. At you least, kept improving. Like I just yeah. kept improving even, not even just placement wise though, like riding on the bike, every time I'd come to a race, I would feel just more and more comfortable. And more safe and more, like more safe, in control. More in control. Yeah. Just, and that's why I'm glad to be racing again this season yeah. because I made it through the whole season healthy and I just want to keep building Yeah, as long as I can. Well, so let's talk about that. Now you're on a KTM, mm -hmm. you're on a Husky. They're different. I've ridden the two different bikes. Yeah. They are different, but they're not drastically different. It's not drastic. Yeah. It, it, honestly, the biggest thing to me was more the setup change, the yeah. boots, the helmet, like all that, the yep. feel stuff. That was mainly the biggest change for me, but I'm used to it now. I, I love the bike. Yeah. It's sick. It feels really similar to what I was on last year. Just yeah. little minor things, Yeah. but and, just different. Yeah. And, but the good thing is, is I think, I think this team maybe fits your vibe a little bit more like you're off off season like you're a surfer right mm -hmm. like you like not even off season but like you you go out and surf you go out and just enjoy life a little bit more and it's like hey we want to you if there's like things that you want to change or there's things that you want to like hey i'm interested in doing this it looks like jeremy and the team is like all right let's try it mm -hmm. you know like let's like let's experiment a little bit which i think especially when you're a rookie i mean i mean you're not a rookie now but so. you kind of need that you know like, hey, I don't know exactly what I'm doing, but I feel more comfortable with this. Like, mm -hmm. you're able to do that with this team, and it, and it, you have a whole new crew around you. Now you're working with Joe, right? Mm -hmm. And Joe's the homie. Joe's the homie. He's just chilling, right there. He's chilling <laughs> on his phone. Don't worry, we got one coming up with him in a little bit. <laughs> um, but it's it's kind of cool that like I think you get that same lifestyle of the people that you're around. I think is going to gel with you pretty good. Yeah. You know, and and uh, I mean, you've spent how long have you been with the KTM team now? Uh, I've been on the bike for about a couple months now, I'd say. So month, like, month, two months. What, what is some of the things that you're not, I guess it wouldn't be liking more than what you did at Husky, but like some of the things that you're enjoying that you're doing with this team 
that you're looking forward to, hey, when we get to the season and you're starting to race, like it maybe is a little bit more comfortable for you? Um, I think the biggest comfort thing is more being at home, which yeah. I loved it in Florida. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for anything. I'm so glad I went out there. And I think it's just different. Like I grew up here. I'm used to, I'm in an environment that I'm used to. Yeah. I've ridden Paula. I know Paula. I know all the other places. Like I know all these places. Yeah. So I think getting back to a little bit of more home. Yeah. It has been good for me. Um, you're around people that you know, I'm around, it's mainly like, yeah. it's mainly the off the bike stuff. That's really cool about being out here. Yeah. Like riding, like with, with different riders that you've been around too. Mm -hmm. And then also, but when you're off the bike and like I was saying is you have homies in Huntington and you go yeah. surf with them, yeah. it, it, it lets you reset. Yeah. You know, there's a bit of a reset. I can go after riding. I bring my board sometimes and I'll go yeah. surf after like yeah. a little sunset. Um, I have friends out here. I can, I can do more stuff yeah. off the bike, which that's when the discipline from Baker's comes in, Yeah, which I know I got to get my work done and yeah. then I can play, Yeah, which because, is six. I'm stoked to have that in my bag of tricks. Yeah. You're not, discipline. you're not all of a sudden. Yeah. I mean, because you're young. How old are you? I'm 20. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's like what I was doing at 20, not very disciplined, <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially traveling, you know, the country, traveling the world sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, doing stuff for riding a dirt bike, mm -hmm. you know, you're making a living from riding dirt bikes. Mm -hmm. Like it's like probably one of the coolest things you could possibly do. Yeah. Is this something you imagine as a little kid? Did you always dream of being a pro rider? Did you ever think that it would actually happen or? I, dude, I honestly didn't dream of it until more in the past, like seven, eight years. Oh really? Like, when I was a kid, yeah. I, I, I didn't really know. Like I love dirt bikes. I liked racing. I was more, when I was a kid, I more liked just riding. Yeah. Like, I, I like just racing cruising. was cool, but whatever, whatever. But then as I grew up, I'm like, no, I actually like the racing part. Of, Who got you of into riding? My dad. And he still ride? Um, he hasn't in a few years, yeah. but he's more, he's a surfer. He likes okay. that stuff. He's not, he says, oh, dirt bikes suck. It's stupid. I'm like, you're the one who got me into it. Yeah, it's like your fault, dude. Yeah. He's All like, right. we could have we been in Fiji right now. Well, we could have. <laughs> We could have been in Bali right now surfing, but... Uh, but now you're here getting laps in Corona. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I get it. All We're right. doing laps in the dirt. But <laughs> All right. I wouldn't change it for the world, though. I wouldn't either. I don't think I've ever met anybody that rides dirt bikes that would ever has any regret whatsoever. No. You know, like, I mean, it's it's a pretty damn cool job, so... Oh, sick job. I could be working a nine-to-five. This is... I'm, I'm yeah. blessed to be able to... Yeah, no. Race dirt better. bikes for a living. Um. All right. So next season, do you have goal of what you're trying to accomplish and what you're trying to get done? Is it the same thing as last season where it's like, just make the show or do you? No, I know. I think my expectations for myself this year are just be a steady top 10 guy. Mm -hmm. I just want to, and not even that it's more just improve every race, keep improving. And if you keep going up, eventually you're going to get somewhere pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's definitely true. That's the goal. Um, yeah, I, I could see like, you know, is I think you have the support around you too, where it's like, you're capable of doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, like you have a lot of good guys around you and, and they're all eager. They want to win. Like I know Jeremy, he wants <laughs> nothing more than to have his bikes on the podium. Oh, for sure. You know? And, and so I think that's pretty rad and, and you're on a good platform and, um, you know, I really, I really hope it's a good season for you, you know, and you come into it ready and you have a little bit more experience behind you and, you know, you're not really just trial by fire. You're like, okay, Hey, I actually know kind of what I'm doing and have a little bit of prep to it. So yeah. No, I'm excited for this next year. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah, it'll be good. So yeah, West Coast, I mean, you don't have to worry about that. We know you're running West Coast because yeah. that's what the AO team runs. Yep. Um, do you have a favorite round you're looking forward to? Um, dude, I need to even, I need to take a look. Honestly, Anaheim Yeah, because a couple of them have changed. Yeah, a yeah. couple have changed. Uh, isn't there one in San Francisco? Yeah, so San Francisco instead of Oakland now. 
That might be pretty cool. Yeah. That might be, have they ever done a race like that in the past? They did way back in the day. They have. Yeah, okay. we keep looking off camera because Joe is over here and you'll see him in a little <laughs> bit, but but uh, um, we these guys know more than what the riders do and even guys like me, I don't, I forget shit all the time, but um, I'm rooting for you. I Thank You've you. always been like super cool to me at the very beginning, especially when you first got that Husky ride. Yeah. You know, your head could have went 30 times big. It only been about 10 times bigger, you know, but but you've always been super cool. And, and every single time I see you out there, I root for you, Thank you, you know, man. and I, I want you to succeed. And, and it's cool that you're at the local team because I support AEO and, um, and it's, you know, right down the street from my house. So yeah. it's pretty cool, but same here. Yeah. I, I wish you luck. Thank you. Have fun. Let's go have fun this year. Yeah. Hopefully I'll see you there. Yeah. yeah. We'll see you. There Thank you, go. you. Back with another tailgate talk with Joe Dehart, mechanic for, oh, we just went through this with Talon. Yep. AO KTM Power Sports Racing. There you go. And it, uh, so he's mechanic. You're going to be with Talon yep. this year. Um, you've been with the team for how long? I've been since day one. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I've been since day one. Okay, so you started it with Jeremy. Yep. What? So how did so, you meet Jeremy? How did that work? Um, I used to work for Austin Black. I worked yes, with him for about Austin, yes. five, six years. And when he switched from Suzuki's onto KTM's, I was like, hey, guys, I know a guy at yeah. He owns a dealership and he's pretty cool and he helps everyone out. So that's how I got in with Jeremy is with Austin. Okay. And then Austin eventually got onto the team and then I just came with him and then I've been here since day no one. Shit. When was that? What year was that? Uh, 20, sir, <laughs> third year. Yeah, this is my okay. third year. All right. So you like help start with it. And then, mm -hmm. uh, okay. So let's back up. So when you were younger, you raced, yep. right? And so you have like the racer background. Yep. You have what level did you get to with racing? I got all the way up to A class. Okay. Yep. So and you, it's fast, dude. A, A class is fast. I wasn't that fast though. I made it to the class. I probably should have stayed in B. Yeah. But then the money ran out, and then I, <laughs> I always was the kid that could work on my bike better than I could ride my bike. Okay. And then I kind of found that niche where like you know, I cannot work you on a motorcycle, but I can outbuild you on a motorcycle. So then that's how I yeah. never went to school. I didn't do any. Of it. I learned all by myself. No shit. Just doing it, just breaking stuff and fixing it. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. Um. So when you, when was the year that you switched from like maybe your last year racing and then you started wrenching? 2013. And what was your first gig? Uh, I worked for a kid named Tyler Rosa. Was that out here? Where did yep. you grow up? Out here. Out here? I, uh, I grew up out here and born and raised out here. So basically just kind of knew a bunch of kids and stuff and then i was still working construction i was pumping concrete at the time oh, yeah. yeah and then doing the motocross stuff on the side so then eventually i got good at it and more of my friends started asking me for it and i started making money off it and i quit yeah. my job and then said screw it well i went and bought a bunch of tools and everything yeah. and invested and now 10 years into it and still doing it what was your first paid gig tyler rosa okay. i was getting 200 dollars a week is that a lot or a little at that time i was for what I was doing, I was a lot. Okay. I was basically just going to the races with him and just, just hanging, hanging out, out basically. Yeah. And like making sure the tire pressure was right. <laughs> tire pressure, was tire pressure and spokes. That's pretty oh, much yeah. all I had to do yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and change that's, the oil. That's all you got to do now too. Pretty much. Yeah. I'm just a professional parts changer now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, is uh, is one of those things too, where my favorite is when, uh, and no, I don't know if Talon does this or not, but or any of your previous riders where the rider would ride up and they would not put their bike on the stand. They would wait for the mechanic yep. to do it. My last rider did that. I'm like, dude, I'm like, come on, man. Like, it's not that hard to put your bike on the I, stand. I've only you know? done that for for Austin because he's considered like my little brother. Okay. Like, Austin, love you to death, buddy. Yeah. Um, but no, like he's had a couple times where he's been so tired where he's like looked at me and he's like, like I need help. I need help. And I'm like, That's okay, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But 
I've had riders in the past walk up and literally just stand there and hold the bike and I'm all the way on the track and I got to run and it it's de it's demoralizing sometimes and stuff yeah. but at the same time like it's my job yeah it's I like, gotta do it I get that yeah. but it's also it's just I don't know it's especially on like practice days even like I get it on race days if they're like in a hurry or something oh, like 100%. that percent um okay so you when you started wrenching did you start uh, for a team at one point no I was okay. just doing privateers just okay. little kids just helping them out and then the first kid that I actually helped that was associated with the team was tj rios okay he was associated with the uh rock river yamaha team yeah that was like my first introduction to like a team kind of thing which was which was great i loved it and then unfortunately we we went our separate ways and then i found austin and he was with the bar x i was i worked with bar x for yeah. about six months yeah and then we kind of did our own thing and see that's what i kind of remembered yeah i was in the for some reason bar x was kind of in my head yeah i, I don't know we, why we but. were there for about six months and then we transitioned onto the ktm and then that's when we kind of did our own thing and then don't get me wrong i love the team aspects i it's probably the best thing ever but in that situation when it was just me and austin that was probably the funnest times i've ever yeah. had in my life just yeah. us traveling the country doing doing us yeah and now it's it's cool because now that i actually have someone to back us to go and do what we want to do and jeremy takes care of everyone yeah. on the team more more than people understand yeah it's just making it us kids just go out and play on dirt bikes it's 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 pretty rad the uh wait so when you so I guess you not having like the technical uh, like training background, a lot of people I think, and the reason why I wanted you on is because a lot of people want to know like the mechanic behind the scenes stuff, mm -hmm. right? But also is I think a lot of people are like, oh, I have to do it this way. I have to go to MMI. Mm -hmm. Or is there any other ones? Is uh, there's a couple one? like motocross schools that are back east. But yeah. to be honest, if, if you're mechanically inclined, just take it apart. Yeah. Start just put your hands on it like like my grandfather taught me he was a diesel mechanic and okay. i had a diesel mechanic teach me how to take diesel engines apart yeah. and then i transitioned into dirt bikes it's like i tell people a nut a, a nut's a nut a bolt's a bolt like it, it, just take it apart yeah and yes like don't get me wrong like once you get to our level there is a lot more to worry about and check and yeah. know but it's all common sense, really. Yeah, but I think you, I think you went a natural path of, of being able to do that. I don't think it was that difficult mm -mm. It, because you're like, okay, I'm going to start with a privateer. I'm going to start with one person is you're not, you're not going to be over like complicating things of like, oh, I have, you know, two different bikes or you don't have to worry about two different mm -hmm. bikes, but you have a whole team around you. Yep. And so there's going to be more that happens. Like with a privateer, it's like, oh, I, I know exactly what I have to go through. You go through a station and, but then you build yourself up from yep. there. I think that's what is pretty cool is, and I honestly didn't know how it worked either, mm -hmm. is I thought you had to go to MMI, you had to have the degree from them or, or somebody else, and then you have to work for this guy. Then you could step to this person and, you know, and, and build your way up. But I think you kind of went about it the right way and it's also who you know too it helps 100%. you know like it does for sure especially in this industry it fucking sucks with the who you know <laughs> yes but it's also cool because if you prove yourself which You're you were good. doing you eventually get the opportunity and then you have to deliver on that yeah and right? like the cool thing that like uh, just to like reiterate that like 10 years ago if you were gonna tell me i could walk into the ktm building right now and yeah. everyone there knows my name i yeah. tell you you're you're fucking lying yeah and now i can walk in and carlos say hi frank you'll say hi yeah. like it, it's they're super cool there yeah it's rad yeah. it's super yeah. rad and like thank you for ktm for helping us do what we want to do yeah. but it's it's crazy to think that i when i was little i thought the industry was this big giant thing yeah. in reality we all know each other we yeah. all like we all take care of each other we're all friends at, at one point we know each other so yeah. like the the whole thing is you have to do this 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 yes there is 
certain things like you need to work work with some amateurs first and mm -hmm. then work with a little bit faster amateur and then work your way up but going see this is <laughs> this is a problem about not having anybody with me which actually this may change in 2024 i may have somebody helping me out but we'll see but yeah so now now we're, we're still good. recording all right we're good um so we left off my memory card got full and we're gonna try this for the third time. Um, <laughs> but I think we're good and it's recording is, uh, is the, the mechanic side of things and the industry and working like the, the dirty grimy part of it uh, is it can be very welcoming. It can be very cool and friendly, but I feel like there's also drama. There's a dark side. There's definitely a you dark know? side. So like what me and Scott say is we deal with all the fucking bullshit during the week and this and that and uh, trying to find tracks and bike problems and yeah. complaining but we i do it for safer outdoors i do it for that hour on saturday behind the gate yeah i deal with all the bullshit during the week all the drama everything and it all disappears when the gate drops because that's yeah. pure enjoyment right there oh yeah so and like, dude there's got to be nothing to experience being down on that field it's, like it's fun like the first yeah. time i went to supercross uh, i froze because like yeah. you, you you think like oh yeah you're not no big deal like you look up and the stands are full and you're like oh Whole, I used to be there and like yeah. that was one of the coolest like the most humbling things I should say is being a mechanic is looking up and knowing one of those kids up there could be me and could do what I did so yeah. it's like that's why whenever people come to the races and hang out I always try to talk to them always yeah. be I'm like yes there are those mechanics out there that are very serious nothing nothing against yeah. them but in, in reality we're just dudes that spin wrenches like be be a person be personable you know you know josh hansen mm -hmm. he's never he's been one of these people that i've been around and like you would think like they're bigger than they are you know and i'll never forget it i was telling him about that one day and he was like bro we ride dirt bikes yeah like it's dirt bikes like That's relax it. like, it's not it's not that serious like don't any uh he's like oh i remember he's like oh yeah, you think you're sweet like that's like my favorite saying that he does is like oh when you think you're too high on yourself this industry can get like that You'll very humble quick. Your, it'll humble you very yeah. quickly like yeah don't get me wrong like i I, I hold myself to a very high regard and try to do it every day but in reality there's always somebody better than me always yeah. someone that can go faster always someone that knows more so be a sponge like yeah. that's like one thing like with him like a learning talent is i got to be a sponge for uh, next couple months until we start racing yeah and then once racing starts it's pretty pretty what's the word i'm looking for uh easy yeah you, you shut your brain off you ride during the week you go race and it becomes automatic it's very automatic yeah. the off season is the where the nitty-gritty comes in the long hours building the bike testing and all that stuff but once you get to say like right now like right before thanksgiving everything starts to start gel and start rolling along like today we finally started getting super comfortable with the bike and mm -hmm. i'm excited for tomorrow i'm excited for the next day now so like yeah. now now we're getting that excitement for racing and yep. that's that's what drives me. I wake up every morning to see what he can do on the bike I built. Yeah. That's, that's what drives that's pretty me. pretty rad. <laughs> like, yeah. like, straight up. What like, do you, so what are you doing like the off time? Like what are some of the things that you try to get away from the sport on? I mean, you still ride though. Uh, like, yeah. Like uh, I actually, the first time I rode was uh, last Friday in a year, but yeah. mostly, most of the time I like to play golf and I'm kind of a nerd. I like drive RC cars. Yeah. Like it's gas or electric electric. Okay. It's more or less like the way I look at it. It's just a motorcycle just shrunk down. Yeah. And I can't get hurt. I can cartwheel it and walk over and yeah, pick it up and, pick and keep it up. going. Those things are gnarly. They're fun. Like, yeah. and I love tinkering. So it's like, I like building, building anything. Like when I was a little kid, I took weed eaters apart. Every, anything and so everything So it, it always, it was always a thing for you. I like love it just, shit apart. That was like your side is, and I, uh, I've talked to a couple other people and they're like other people, they don't like to. 
you know, but they became mechanic, you know, mm -hmm. they're like, oh, I'm a mechanic or I'm this. That's good that you like doing it because then it's like, okay, the hours, like you were saying, when you pulled apart the bike or you put together the bike and you put it uh, together another bike is you're doing it because you enjoy it. Yeah. Like, you know it was I mean? no big deal. I, like, and I hate to say it, like a good song came on and I was like, I started grooving. Yeah. I was like, screw it. Pulled yeah. the bike into my bay and just kept going. Like, yeah. and like, that's a big thing too. It's like if the mood, like I've always told people like my mood is always super light, super fun. Like I, I worked construction. I've worked a hard yeah. labor job. I know this isn't work. This that is stuff fun. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it does, it does yeah. but it makes you appreciate like, this is fun. I get paid to travel the country to work on motorcycles and hang out with my friends and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like if you would have told me in my early twenties and when you're 30, you're going to be making good money traveling. I would have been like, you're, you're crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. Like there's no way, but shit. It came all the way around. Did did you know Talon from before? I've knew I've known him. I met him back when I worked for Tyler Rosa. His mom and Tyler's mom were really good friends. Oh, okay. We weren't. We didn't know each other quite as, yeah. as much. Like we would see each other and wave each other at the track. But yeah, but now, you knew each other. It wasn't yes. like completely from nothing. nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that was good. And then we, like, the funny thing is, like, we're leading up to the end of the season, Jeremy told me who I was working for, and I was stoked. Like, oh, I was yeah. like, heck yeah! Like, this yeah. is gonna be fun. Like, finally, somebody like that gets like the fun California vibe like let's yeah. all right we're done we're done with our work let's go have fun like let's, yeah. let's separate Turn ourselves it off. yes yeah yes so did you when you kind of got him on board were there some of the did you have like any kind of expectations of what you thought it might have been like that maybe is a little bit better than um, what you thought to be honest he's a lot easier than I thought come I, I hate to say it coming from diva. Com, coming from a factory team I yeah. would I would think he would be more this 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 and he's actually like the, the funny thing is the first day you wrote, I was like, how do you like the handlebars? He looked at the handlebars and you're like, they're bars. Oh, they're good. And like, that's, yeah. that's the attitude that he has. And it's, it's awesome. Cause he's like, you know, I'm not a big picky, picky, picky guy. It's mm -hmm. more or less my suspension's good. Cool. My bars are set sick. Let's send it. Yeah. Like it he makes it way easier. He takes the, the guesswork out of it. Yeah. Like he's like, literally I can move his levers an inch up and he'll be like, Oh, I'll get used to it. No big deal. Yeah. But do you think that might change on race day? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. If not, I might have to give him a little knuckle sandwich here yeah. and there. But like, hey, come on, let's do it. Yeah. No, it is pretty cool because I've seen you. I've seen you with some other guys, and like, and I, I don't know the exact relationship, but I know how he is, and I know how you are, and I'm like, okay, that's a good fit. Yep. That's you know, it. like, and there, I think there is an aspect of it too where you could have complete opposites, and you'll bring the best out of each other. Mm -hmm. But there is also something where it's like, hey, you gel well with this person. You're not as stressed out on race oh, day. You're not stressed out doing something on the bike. You're mm -hmm. not stressed out of, oh my god, I have to have it this point two degree yeah. back or whatever. Like you don't have to worry about that kind of stuff, and it makes your job easier, which makes it easier for Him. riders and and be able to do that stuff. You yep. know, and like going back to it, like uh, first year. The team, like Austin, got hurt right before Supercross, and yeah. I worked for Carson Brown. And again, he was just like him. Just as long as it bolts are tight, yeah, I'll I'm send good. it. Like, yeah. and like that made it super easy. And he was, he, rem him, and Carson have the same attitude. Like, hey, I'm just here to have fun. Like, yeah, I, I ride dirt ride. bikes. Like, yeah, like I got a gift, and I'm gonna use it. And like, that's what's cool. Is like, the, we're just kids, man. Yeah. We're just, we're, I'm 31 years old, but I, I still feel like I'm 14. Like that's yeah. one thing about this sport. It makes you feel young because you're yeah. always around the young kids and yep. always active. Like I'm outside all the time and it, you can't beat it. I mean, this, this beats 
sitting in an office. Oh, 110%. You know, it's Monday, uh, it's 119. Yeah, and you know? it's beautiful out Yeah, right and now. it's super nice out, but it, the, okay, so there is a lot of good about it, but you, there's gotta be something that you hate about being a mechanic. The and travel. The travel after Being a away while. from home. Yeah. Like, cause, uh, I hate to say I, it may sound really dumb, but I had two dogs, those are my kids. And yeah, like, I'm, I get it. I'm gone. Yeah three to five days out of the week for out, like Supercross, easy. I love Supercross. I'm yeah. home all the time where it's- Yeah, you do local rounds, yes, so like you're West not- Coast, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but the outdoors, it's pretty gnarly, more or less. It's Monday, fly home, Tuesday, ride, Wednesday, ride, Thursday, you go to the airport, Friday, you're at the yeah. track, and it, it, it's it's repetitive, but like, like I said, that's the only thing that kind of sucks about our job mm -hmm. is the travel. Yeah, after a while, it could get really old and yeah. stagnant. Yeah, but it's, but like I'm, like on the flip side of that coin is, I get to travel a lot. I get to see a lot of cool places. Like yeah. it's a double-edged sword. Yes. Yeah. Like for Supercross, the traveling's great. We're in cities all the time. We've got great food, great atmosphere, yeah. great great venues. Outdoors is even better. You get more of like the the country vibes and like the the hanging out and like more of a family vibe, which is cool. It's different. But I like Supercross, man. Yeah, it's, it's rad. It's way better. Bikes are the this the show. It's the yeah. it's the it's show. It's the premiere. Yes. Yeah, it's the premiere of every anything in our sport. That's the premiere. The is there anything you hate working on on a dirt bike? Air filters. Really? I hate doing air filters. Dude, that was probably way too loud for the thing, but I got really shocked by that. <laughs> I hate, right. I like I'm I, I'll get oil and grease and chain lube all over my hands. I hate air filter oil on my hands. Really? That's you don't wear gloves? Nope. I don't wear gloves at all. Okay. Ever. All right. Well, I mean, I could buy you a set of gloves if you want. Oh no. Mechanics wear hooks us up La on race day. I but. know, but latex gloves for changing air filters <laughs> is not that big of a deal. Well, luckily, luckily we actually got hoodie this year, so okay. I I go here you go, bud. Here's all oh, the GT1. shit. Oh, GT one. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. way like, and he's he's definitely helped us out, not having to get fucking. Yeah, but you still have to open that bag yeah, and pull it out. That's shitty. You know, that's so it's bad. like, oh man. All right. Out of the one thing that that's probably the one thing that irks my gears the most. Yeah. Okay. When uh, when does it really start setting in that it's here? Is it now that you're like already like oh shit A one is here? No, um, December first. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's when, when it's it like, like all right, everything kind of shrinks down. Yes, okay. that's when all right we need to really knuckle down, get our parts list order. Everything mm -hmm. needs to be in order. So say come the 18th of December when we load everything, everything's ready to go. Yeah, like we're we're ready to go. So that's our goal is to have everything done, ready to go by the 18th. So then we can have Christmas and stuff like a little bit of a a little bit of a breather before knuckle time, you know what I mean? Okay. So, but no, I think right now till Thanksgiving, it'll probably be just ramping up, ramping up. And then come December 1st, it's full force. Like yeah. we, need, we need to hit this, hit a home run. So, well, I mean, that's going to happen very quickly. Here. Yeah. We only got a few more weeks and yep. we'll be here. Um, what's your goal for talent? Podium, like first, like first place up there, like that, that doing the be, number one. Yeah, doing that would the number be one up there. Epic, but yeah. I'm gonna keep realistic. If we can do top tens every weekend and yeah. build, say end the season with a top five or a podium, I, that'd be over the moon. What was the best finish you've had as a mechanic? Uh, fifth place with Carson. You'll at get San better. Diego. You'll get better. Talent. Yep. Hey, you need to get better. I'm talking so, to Talent off camera right and now. And so yeah. I also had a bet with. Carson that year is like if and I'll do the same one right here on camera. If he gets better than a fifth place that night, I will shave my head. I, I want to shave it. So no, okay, you can't. So Talon, he did. Talon said if if he does that, he wants to be the one to shave your head. By all means, he all can right. do it. Deal. Talon's deal, your deal. deal. All right, there it is on camera. I'm gonna have to clip that and yep. put it on Instagram. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and then we'll see. But dude, I need a picture later of you you with your head shaved. Oh yeah, all right, hundred percent. Well, I think I do think that you will you will end up getting the Talon will end up getting those. You'll end up 
you being there on the podium with them. I do foresee that happening, you know, and I think that'd be cool. And like I was telling Talon earlier is like, Jeremy deserves that. Oh, 100%. you know, like he's put his heart and soul into this team. <laughs> People don't understand yeah. how much he, like he's literally nonstop from probably five in the morning full go till midnight every yeah. day, every single day. And yeah, like full go that he's, his phone dies probably six times a day. Like yeah. legitly, he's constantly doing stuff for us and constantly asking anything you need for me, anything I can help you with, anything yeah. I can get you. So it's like, if we can give him back that, I think that would probably be the biggest like blessing to him is like, here, yeah. we did it for you. Not for yeah. us. We did it for you for helping yeah, You guys us. do it for each other. Yeah. You know, we're all a team. We're all friends. Yeah. All right. Any, you have a favorite round that you go to? My favorite round is probably Hangtown because my parents live up there. Oh, so you get to see them. Yeah. And yeah. San Francisco. So that's like the two times a year, like all my family comes to the races. So like, oh, right. I look forward to those. Ones. So before it was Oakland, mm-hmm. so they would still go to the Oakland because yep. it's 45 minutes yep. away or whatever. Yeah. But now it's in the, uh, not Candlestick. What's the, uh, it's in the it's Giant in, Stadium. Yeah. So it's bay. like, yeah, right there on the bay, which yep. I don't, I think they've raced there yes, before, but it's have. been a long time. Or the early 2000s. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's actually kind of cool. You get to see back there and yep. you're actually going to be on the ground. Yep. And you, know, you get to cross that. a breeze. Like you, you park on like a little island and you ride across and over. It's pretty cool. How are they going to do parking? I don't know. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. You're like, that's not my <laughs> job. Not my I don't job. care. <laughs> I'm going to show up and do it. Um, all right, any weird race day like things that you have to do or weird uh, um, superstitions that you do as a mechanic? I meant um, to ask Talon that earlier and I forgot. Uh, on race day, I have a certain pair of pants I wear every really? race. Yeah. No I, matter I, what. I'll buy, I'll buy us one pair of pants for the race. What happens if they rip? I have to buy another pair. Okay, but it just has to be that specific that one pair. pair. Like this okay. is a pair from last year. Okay, all right. So it's that and then... Uh, I have to call my girlfriend in the morning and tell her I love her. And and then you won't talk to her again until that yep. night? Yeah, yep. yeah, because it's just too much going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And that's usually pretty much it. Nice. Okay. And it's worked so far. All right. <laughs> any any other wi- words of wisdom as a mechanic in this world for some people that are thinking about doing that or even, you know, coming up as a rider or whatever? I would is, say know? take the, the road less traveled. Try something that you haven't tried. If it's hard it's probably hard for a reason. And if you can conquer it, then trick, you've got one leg up on everybody else. Yeah. That's the way I look at it is building bikes and what we learn. It's not hard. It's just, you have to the, the, put the time in. Yeah. Just literally just want it. Yeah. That's want the it. biggest thing is wanting what you're doing. Yep. Falling in love with it helps yes. too. Yes. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, I'm going to let you go. You don't have to go to the gym. Yeah. You don't have to go to the gym or anything, but Somebody does. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you, dude. No problem. I really appreciate you sitting down with me as I, uh, I like getting that aspect side of things. Like I love getting the rider stuff, but it's also, I think just as important getting outside of just the rider, the mechanic, the team guy, the, uh, the, uh, gosh, what am I thinking of? Like, a, Trainer. yeah, trainers. Thank you, Talon. Um, and like the athlete, like managers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like there's so much that goes on that I did not know oh, yeah. that existed it's... in this world. You know what I mean? And so it's, it's pretty cool. So I appreciate it. And I hope to get more of it. So when you talk to your mechanic buddies, be like, yeah, it's sick. Do yeah. it. Have fun. For so, sure. But yeah. All right. I'm going to end it there. Thank you guys for watching. I hate asking this. Oh, and it's getting windy right at the perfect, perfect time. time. Like, and subscribe this video thumbs up it hit the little bell whatever the hell you have to do that's the only way uh um, youtube pushes this stuff so if you guys could do that i'd appreciate it so thank you guys i appreciate it thank you you boom done was that good enough for you talon